Well, once again, welcome to all of you. Great to have you here this, this evening, especially any guests or visitors that are here. We special welcome to you and to your family this evening. Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh, as a child, uh, Christmas was a magical time for me. I, I imagine you maybe can relate to that. There was great anticipation with all the things that were happening as we prepare for Christmas. And sometimes that, that feeling of anticipation was so overwhelming, it, you get to this night and it's finally here. And it's so exciting. You know, what could be under those, in those packages under the tree? You know, as a child, I used to very carefully grab all those presents and kind of feel around them and kind of try to figure out, what is this one? And, and I would shake them and I was always listening to, for Legos. That was my favorite toy as a child. So I would listen for the, the sound that I knew very well. Oh, this one. This is a good one. This is it. This is, this is excellent. This is going to be really good. So all these things we do, right? We, we anticipate this great season. We, we put up our Advent calendar. And we count down the days. We select our tree and decorate it. We decorate our homes. We bake cookies and eat cookies. All the special meals, the things that we do. It brings an element of mystery and wonder as a small child to this season. And in some sense, it's really entirely a training in receiving the gift. And not just any gift, but the gift, right? Our salvation. Our Savior comes to us, our freedom from darkness, from a world of darkness, and having Christ, who is the light, come into that darkness. Tonight's celebration of the birth of Jesus reminds us that all of human history is brought into perspective with this one event of Christ's birth. We as humanity had been mortally wounded by our distrust of God our Father. And our, our existence as a human race had been, has been marked by a desperate search for our redemption, seeking that out. We are created good. We have the capacity for many beautiful and good things, virtues and compassion, deep love for God and for one another, the opportunity to offer ourselves in sacrificial ways. We are capable of great good. But because of our, uh, our struggle and our, uh, our, our being deceived by the evil one, by the devil and his lies, we've been weakened. We find ourselves grappling with our passions at times, our desires that overwhelm us or seem to draw us away from God and from our own salvation. We've lost our ability sometimes to wait for the gift, to receive contentedly from God what he wishes to share with us. How different the experience of Christmas is when we wait for the gift. Rather than trying to take that gift for ourselves, when we wait for that gift and, and prepare ourselves to receive that gift, by anticipating that gift, it's more exciting and it's more delightful, right? So the Lord wants to share that gift with us, the gift of His Son. And when we try to grasp or attain the gifts of God for ourselves, we lose the joy of the gift giver. Human history reveals our enslavement, our impatience sometimes, our, maybe even our entitlement for things that we think we ought to have. Instead of waiting to receive them, we try to grasp them. We don't want to wait. And we have lost the joy of receiving, and we want to wrest those gifts from God. 
We try to seize our happiness. And once we've begun to follow those lies of the evil one, once we've been stuck in those paths that he tries to draw us down, we often do his work for him, harming ourselves and harming one another. We blunder through life, not understanding why we can't attain our desires, never perceiving that the gift must be received. It cannot be taken forcibly. Otherwise, it spoils in our hands. And this is what our experience is when we fail to receive God's gifts, when we try to take them for ourselves. So Jesus' birth today marks a renewed way of living. Jesus comes into the world dependent. He is helpless. He's a helpless child. He must be cared for by Mary and Joseph. He must be fed and protected and clothed. Is there anything more vulnerable than a newborn child? Yet, this reminds us of how we are to be in relationship with God our Father. Total dependence, total obedience to His will. This is the path which we can follow to get us out of our own confusion and away from human failures and ventures that have caused us to to be struggling in our lives, to to find our own brokenness in our lives. So the Lord wants to lead us out of that. Jesus teaches us to receive, to accept the gift of salvation, of happiness, of joy from the hands of our Father. So Jesus is the Son of God, we know this. He comes to us showing us how to live in perfect obedience to the Father. Through this perfect cooperation with God the Father, Jesus accomplishes our salvation. He restores us to right relationship with our Heavenly Father. He offers us grace through the sacraments. And He sends us the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. Notice in the Scriptures, especially today, how humility is always one of the keys that allows us to be in relationship with God. Allows God into our lives when we have a humble heart. Who does God choose to be his mother? He doesn't choose a queen. He doesn't choose an empress or some person in high place or position. He chooses Mary, a young woman, almost a child. She lives in a small corner far from many places where people of fame have lived. A little corner of the world that maybe many people have never heard of. God chooses a humble carpenter to be the protector of the Holy Family and the husband of this young girl. Joseph is a day laborer. He has to work hard to provide for the family on a day-to-day basis. Our Savior is born in a place far from home, far from any royal palace. His humble origins are a sign of how God the Father provides for us when we trust Him. We humbly trust that God will take care of us. This is what Mary and Joseph do in their life. This is what Jesus does all his life long, continually trusting in God the Father to provide, to guide and provide for him. He receives everything in his life as gift. And as improbable as it may seem and was, the angel comes down and appears to these shepherds out in the field. These shepherds who probably were very poor men out there in the fields living with their flocks, 
probably had no place to live. They maybe had some tents and whatnot. Maybe they were not trusted by the local populace. And yet, these simple shepherds receive the angel of the Lord. The angel shares the great news of the Savior's birth, tells them to go and see. And then, that beautiful image of the heavenly host arriving on the scene and proclaiming this great hymn of joy and gladness, glory to God in the highest. How incredible that must have been to be there and see that heavenly host gathered and proclaiming with great joy this exciting news. God shared the gift of his son with Mary and Joseph. He shared his gift with the shepherds. He also shares his son with us. Are we ready to receive Jesus? Have we humbled ourselves? Are we humbly able to accept the gifts that God wants to share with us? Jesus comes to us in such a state so that we might let down our guard and receive him with great joy. On this night, let us join in the joy of heaven and share together the great gift of our Savior who comes to us in the flesh. Merry Christmas.